Hi and welcome to this podcast about neonatal jaundice. So just to run through what we'll discuss, we'll go through definitions, causes of neonatal jaundice, clinical features, investigations and management. So why do we need to learn about neonatal jaundice? Well, over 60% of newborns become jaundice. This may be physiological or it may be due to underlying disease. And this may have serious consequences, as high unconjugated serum bilirubin is neurotoxic and can cause deafness, connectorus and athetoid cerebral palsy. Just to run through some definitions. A neonate is defined as between birth and until 28 days postnatally. And jaundice is when the serum bilirubin is over 30 millimoles per litre. So what are the causes of neonatal jaundice? Well, it's best to divide these into causes according to the age of onset of jaundice, as this is a useful guide to the likely cause. So if the baby develops jaundice within 24 hours, it's usually a hematological condition, such as rhesus hemolytic disease, ABO incompatibility, G6PD deficiency, or even it could be a congenital infection. Between 24 hours and two weeks could be physiological jaundice, which we'll discuss in more detail later, or breast milk jaundice, or also infection, again, hemolytic disorders, or bruising. If the baby develops jaundice when they're over two weeks old, it's important to divide these into unconjugated bilirubin and conjugated bilirubin. The unconjugated causes are again physiological and breast milk jaundice, again infection, but also hypothyroidism and the hemolytic disorders. If the bilirubin is conjugated, then the causes could be sepsis, TPN, neonatal hepatitis, cystic fibrosis, or bile duct obstruction. So just to discuss in a bit more detail, physiological jaundice is very common. So it often starts when the baby is 24 hours old, it peaks at a few days, but always resolves by day 14. The mechanism is due to the immaturity of hepatic bilirubin conjugation. An action is required if the serum bilirubin is over 260 millimoles per litre. Breast milk jaundice is when um, jaundice is exacerbated just due to the contents of what's in the breast milk. The cause for this is unknown. Infection is also an important cause of jaundice, and this is due to a number of mechanisms. Firstly, poor fluid intake by the infant, hemolysis, reduced hepatic function, or an increase in enterohepatic circulation. Conjugated jaundice is suggested by dark urine and pale stools. Biliary atresia is an important cause to remember. So the clinical features of neonatal jaundice are 
Firstly, that the jaundice progresses in a cephalic caudal direction. It's observed most easily by directly blanching the skin and in direct sunlight. The manifestations of connectoris are lethargy, poor feeding, irritability and increased tone. So to run through the investigations that you'd do for a, a neonate that was jaundice. Firstly, you could just do a urine dip to rule out a urinary tract infection and send this off for culture if necessary. The investigations um, done within the bloods would be that you would check the level of the serum bilirubin. There are now a lot of transcutaneous bilirubin meters in hospitals, but these are often inaccurate, so best to take a venous sample. You can check for hemolytic disorders by doing an FBC in film, checking the blood group and doing a direct Coombs test. To check for infection, a capillary blood gas is always useful, and you can consider a septic screen, such as LFTs, a torch screen. TFTs would be good to rule out hypothyroidism. You can also do hepatitis serology, our red blood cell defects, and tests for cystic fibrosis. Imaging is required to rule out biliary atresia. This could be a liver ultrasound scan or a liver biopsy or even nuclear medicine liver scans. So now to discuss the management of neonatal jaundice. The management of neonatal jaundice depends totally on the level of the serum bilirubin and the age in days of the baby. This is an example of the guidelines from Norway but every hospital has their own guidelines and they all look fairly similar to this. In essence, the basic management is to encourage regular feeding as dehydration exacerbates jaundice and phototherapy if, according to the guidelines, it's required. This is commonly used and light waves convert the unconjugated bilirubin into harmless water-soluble pigment. Very rarely an exchange transfusion is required when the serum bilirubin is extremely high. The prognosis for neonatal jaundice is generally good and luckily connectoris is a rare complication nowadays but it is serious and needs to be remembered. So in summary, we've gone through the basic definitions of jaundice, the common causes, how to investigate it, and the principles of management. Thanks for listening.